0: Jazz Heads Radio, brought to you in conjunction with Wakefield Jazz, a lovely little jazz club in New Yorkshire.
1: Hello! Welcome to another episode of Jazz Heads. In the background you can hear Oscar Peterson and his trio playing The Song "As You, and we'll hear a little bit more from them later on. Today I'm joined by David Newton, who's been voted the best jazz piano player in the UK no less than 16 times. And I'm also joined by Denny Eilert, guitarist and singer-songwriter and more recently, famous for his Electric Lady Big Band project, where he does fantastic arrangements of Jimi Hendrix songs for jazz orchestra. Well worth checking out. They've just released a new album, and we'll be hearing a track from that in a little while, too. Hi, David. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Thoroughly looking forward to hearing you play tonight. You've been, it's been a while since you've been in Wakefield, is not it?
2: Yonks, yeah, absolute yeah. yonks. Can't remember the last time. And you're yeah. keeping
1: yourself busy uh,
2: under the circumstances. Yeah. yeah.
1: What have you been doing through lockdown? Have you done? Uh, have you managed to do a bit of recording? Have you teaching been, online, of, yes. Yeah.
2: Doing some recording at home and writing and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Keep it to keep your, keep the boredom yeah. away as Walking much as possible. Walking a dog. <laughs> That's what I do for a
2: living. Walking a dog yeah. is a good thing to uh, do. Yeah.
1: Man, it's been a tough time for everybody, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. One thing I spotted about your website is this alternative professions thing oh, yeah. on there, which made me chuckle away. Oh, when good, I mean, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Enjoy it. It's, it's a good example. Uh, Alan Barnes's alternative job as a ticket collector or Channel Tunnel Services. and <laughs> Nicky Hiles as a health club manager. Stacey Kent is the Wimbledon champion from 1985. Is this something that you've put together? Is this something that...
2: Well, it came about because many, many years ago, Martin Taylor was in Portugal on holiday, and he spotted a wine waiter who was the spitting image Of a young Tommy Smith so we thought that's interesting I wonder and he at the time there was a a Pizza Express all-stars band with Alan Ganley and uh, Brian Lemon and Roy Williams and others and he just for fun came up with alternative professions for those guys in the band Mm -hmm. and so this this gave us Huge amount of enjoyment because we'd sit oh, in the bar it after gigs <laughs> yes. and think of more alternative professions for yeah. other musicians that oh. we knew. And uh, eventually it got to the point where there were so many of them, I thought, I really ought to write them down somewhere. It's a huge list. Uh, yeah. yeah. And well, it wasn't quite as li- huge as it was then, but nevertheless, I was having difficulty remembering who, who some <laughs> people were. So I thought, well, I'll write them down. And it was just at the start of my very first website. So right. I thought, yeah what better place to put it? And it would maybe attract a few readers, if nothing else.
1: It certainly made me laugh. Oh, good. <laughs> it's a great
2: And um, so I haven't given it as much attention as I should have recently, and there may be people on there who are no longer with us, so I really ought to <laughs> right. give it some thoughts. Filter uh, it out. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and add some new ones, because there's new people coming to the scene all the time. Yeah.
1: In all your career, I've done so a is lot that of it. Something yeah. you, that you're yeah. absolutely passionate about and want to do more of. I the will,
2: I, I want to keep doing it because I love doing it. Um, do you
1: prefer working with singers or in duo contexts over, so working no, with trios or No, I've got or t- absolutely no preference
2: talent? about I mean, I love all kinds of things that I do and I've got no particular preference. I just, I like the fact that there's the variety there and I can do, uh, you know, a duet with a singer one night. And maybe a trio thing with a guest or a trio thing or an orchestra thing so it's I just love the variety. it's lovely yeah, it's just making music and communicating yeah early influence track I think would be, I mean I grew up listening to we had three records at home and one was Oscar Peterson, one was Art Tatum and and the Mm -hmm. other one was Errol Garner and I think I can't pin down one particularly, maybe it was Oscar uh, playing the music of Jerome Kern Mm -hmm. and that was the kind of soundtrack to my childhood because it was played in the house a lot and yeah. at parties and so forth and, uh, and I, it made me fall in love with those songs as mm-hmm. well Is apart, a from, off, song apart from well yeah they're all f- absolutely fabulous yeah. but it made me fall in love with apart from Oscar but with Ray Brown in particular mm. and the drumming of Ed Thigpen and uh, as a, of that, as that a unit, astonishing is the word, um, so that, was a, that would be an early influence mm-hmm. I think. There's a lot of them around, and I don't know whether he's underrated, but there's a a kind of a new guy who lives in New York, a guy called Sullivan Faulkner. Oh, yes! Whose name doesn't get bandied about much, but I imagine...
1: He's doing things that... um, They're doing live streams at the moment, occasionally from... Is it Smalls? Smalls? Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, I don't really have my finger on the
2: pulse, really. About I who's doing what? Where, find but... something
1: of his to. Yeah, to well, he, in then, he
2: really. has a duo. Yeah. Uh, he does a duo with a, a wonderful singer, uh, Cecile Mc. M- I can't remember her name. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, the two of them I saw on a jazz voice thing a few years back when we were doing that at the festival hall. And, uh, and they were absolutely sensational mm. as a unit. But as a piano player, he's astonishing. Mm. So, yeah. He's great. Steeped in the history of the music, but nevertheless a a complete voice of his own.
3: I'm only one step ahead of heartbreak One step ahead of misery One step is all I have to take words to be the same old fool for you I used to be. I'm only one step ahead of your arms. One kiss away from your sweet
4: lips. I
3: know I can't afford to stop for one because I'm just out of reach of your fingertips. Your warm breath on my shoulders keeps reminding Just one step ahead is a step too far away from you.
2: you. The one record I was going to that really turned my head uh, many years ago was when I was at, at Leeds College. And I got wind of an evening with Chick Corea and Herbie Hancock. And it was a double album. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's one particular track, and it's the old standard, Liza. And what they do with that one tune um, really opened my eyes and ears to what could be... What was... Possible with, uh, with the electricity and intuition and the communication between two players and how that all happens uh, with... I mean, those two are, you know, they're on a pedestal. They're amazing, amazing musicians. Yeah. But when they communicate with, with each other, there's something and they really took the song which is a marvelous Gershwin song they took it to bits and reassembled it in i mean it's 10 minutes long <laughs> but it but what they were doing and how they were communicating what they did with the time and the harmony um it was just astonishing and it just it was a massive head turn for me just to this is incredible uh, how these guys communicate with one another yeah. How so, do
1: you, do you sort of study things like that? Is that does, does things like that try and filter through into your own playing consciously? Well, that's or is it...
2: not something you can study. That's something that will either happen or it won't, mm. weirdly. And, you know, I've been doing it for a long time now and there are certain people I can really communicate with and there are certain people that you don't communicate with but the music can somehow, weirdly, is... Can benefit from the fact that you you're doing something totally different together. You're not connecting, mm. uh, and so it's a, it's just a funny old game. <laughs>
1: Right, I'm here with Denny Eilert after, after the gig with Dave Newton this evening. Thank you very much, Denny, for taking the time.
5: What a great place you've it's got here. It's been lovely, hasn't it? It's marvellous, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. been
1: working here since um, September, I yeah. think, so I didn't really know it before then either, but it's just, mm. it's a lovely place to work, the people are great, yeah. the venue's lovely.
5: Yeah, and it's just got the musicians to magic, you get down, it's got that there. magic little, you know, that ingredient of a nice sort of family atmosphere yeah you know
1: yeah there's never never seems to be any stress yeah everything yeah. just kind of works Everybody, there's a great group of volunteers who come down every week and no questions asked yeah fabulous do whatever needs oh, to be it's done it's been and, a real pleasure and it's but we do it for for the artists you know we, we want to make sure that mm. you guys have got somewhere to come and play you can relax and yeah, give us a good show at the end of the oh, day oh it's lovely it's Brilliant. lovely so thank you so much for coming we loved the gig tonight it was absolutely beautiful mm. um I saw you a couple of years ago with your Jimi Hendrix uh, big band project Mm. in Leeds. Mm. How did that come about?
5: Um, uh, Well, it was in 2018, um, which was the 50th anniversary of the release of Hendrix's album called Electric Ladyland. And uh, it was commissioned by Bristol Jazz Festival to um, do something to commemorate that. So I, I came up with the ridiculous idea of of arranging the whole album for for a big band. And um, that, that that was supposed to be it it was just right. for that. Um, but we all had such a good time that a lot and a lot of the guys were calling me the next day saying we have to keep this going. We have to try mm. and do some more, you know, rec- so at, le- at least record it and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So 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 it's been going since then and you know, we've okay. just done our second Album. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. If you
1: rearranged another one of Jimmy's. Well, um, albums, no, not a this time. This I,
5: time. I, took a, I just took a, a, a random selection of tracks right. and and did it that mm. way. <laughs> I've always been one of these kind of journeymen kind of players that you know uh, that is, it's an old school thing now really where mm. you just you, you just pick work up what comes to over the phone happens. you know yeah. and um it's not so much like that now a lot of the, a lot of the young players now oh. tend to get into bands a bit like pop mm. musicians do yeah, you know sure. the, the jazz seems to be going that way a little bit and mm. and um so I'm still one of those I'm I'm one of the probably last generation of guys that just Things just happen, you nice know. Music, yeah, so, great. so it's, be, it's great because it means that my, my diary is full of stuff that's, you know, I might be doing something one night and something completely different the next, yeah. you know. And is that the way you like to work? That, that you're, is the you're, way, that, you're not that, bothered necessarily about well what it is, just as, yeah. long as you've got a guitar in your hand. Well, I did, your I, did spend, I did spend 20 years between 96 and 2016 with a singer from New Orleans called Lillian Boutet. Mm. She was living in Germany. And um, so I spent those 20 years pretty much on the continent touring. Great. And we used to go to America twice a year and Australia. And, 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 and so that, it, it was nice to, uh, it, it was great to do that. And she yes. was fantastic. She's retired now, unfortunately. But, um, but coming out of that big period of time doing the, you know, doing a show, as it were, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very happy to be, you know, surprised by course. things yeah. that come in and... So I suppose and, and, uh, the
1: spontaneity sort of comes back in
5: a
4: little bit. Yeah, yeah.
5: Well, um, my, my big early influence is Louis Armstrong because um, my father is a trumpet player. Oh, yeah. And so...
1: Father of the same, same name. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. So um, I grew up with, with Louis Armstrong and Roy Eldridge and Dizzy Gillespie and Harry James and sure. all these fantastic trumpet players. But Louis seems to sort of just have stuck with me my whole life. The more I, even now, I listen to him pretty much every day. Mm. And the more I listen, the more I learn just how fantastic... He was. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I, you know, Timeless, I, I really don't mean. need to tell you about it. It's, it's, you know, everybody <laughs> knows that. But yeah, it's but bit, it's, But it, for me, it's a very personal and it's almost a, quite an emotional thing. Yeah. Because um, it goes right back to my as my earliest memories. Sure. You know, it's always been there. So the track I would pick would be Louis' 1950s recording of "When You're Smiling." It Was recorded um, as a big uh, set. I think it came out as three albums. Mm. Um, and it was called A Musical Autobiography, where he revisited a lot of his early recordings and redid them. And um, before each track, you get a little narration where he t- tells you a little bit about it. Oh, and wh- it's a beautiful set. And it was one of the rare occasions when he was allowed by his management to come off the road and really prepare for it Mm -hmm. you know I mean if we think about all those great albums you've made like the ones with Ella for example I mean he was working at night you know and 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 you know hell of a lifestyle just never had any time to prepare for anything Mm -hmm. but so which makes him even greater when you think about how he how he just turned up and you know doing songs that he doesn't even know (laughs) you know and just does them it's incredible
0: now here's another one that we originally made with the same orchestra in October 29 when you're smiling. And I'll never forget the day to record this number because uh, I want to give credit right through here to a man that inspired me to play high notes and it's B.A. Rolfe, And I never heard a man stand up and play what he played on a trumpet in my life. He stood up and played a tune called Shadowland Octave Higher. Inspired me so. I went down to the studio the following week and played When You're Smiling. Here it is, folks. But do do Oh, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, the whole world smiles with you, with Yeah when you're laughing When you laughing Yes, yeah, the sun oh, Shining through But when you're crying the rain. So, stop
4: your singing, baby,
0: and be happy again. Yes, and keep on smiling. Keep on smiling, baby. And the whole...
5: out a cd that i haven't heard for a long time by a wonderful guitar player called johnny smith who was um w- w- who is not very well known um because he uh became a staff musician in the studios he was really a family man right. Did, didn't want to go out on the road and be the jazz front man you know sure he wanted to stay at home and look after his wife and family and that's what he did so so he, he he made a few albums in the 50s and early 60s and and then kind of went to the studios mm-hmm. and 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 so it, it, he's not as well known as Wes Montgomery or Joe Pass or those guys so and there's a wonderful um, version of, of, a, of a tune called Gypsy in my soul which um, really demonstrates his fantastic technique that he had Mm-hmm. And particularly at that time when the guitar was still really trying to find its way, you know, you know, if you think about by the time the amplifier came along, you know, jazz was already 40 years old mm. and the horn players had really got the language down yeah. and guitar players had to come along and try and assimilate yes, that I've somehow. i never really because thought of it like that. It was yeah, really yeah, hard yeah. to play yeah. that sort of horn-based language on the guitar. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, so for him to be that technically accomplished... And playing authentic jazz at that period, um, it, you know there are there are others, but 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 I definitely think he's underrated. One from, from my new album of my Hendrix big band because a lot of my peers are in that band. Yeah,
1: we might not be able to get it on the podcast if, you, yeah. if, if it's not out yet. No, <laughs> but, well, no, it,
5: it, is a, it is on Spotify and iTunes oh, okay. oh, and all that. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. it's out digitally. Okay, um, so the album's called Up from the Skies, which yeah. was a, a Hendrix tune. And as I said, a, a lot of my I, I, when I put the band together, I just got my favorite player, so it's got Ian Ballamy in the band. Winston Rollins is in the band, Nathaniel Facey is in the band, you know, j- Lawrence Cottle's in the band. You know, like, I just thought I'm gonna put together a, a band of people that I love to listen to. Can't you be know. wrong. About it, can't yeah, be so 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 if I was to pick a tune from that, um, which would demonstrate my peers, uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> any of <them laughs> yeah. most. Um I I would pick uh probably Well, let's take the title track, Up From The Skies.
1: talked with david and deddy for hours such a wealth of information and some amazing insights into their lives some of their favorite musicians so thank you very much to both of them i'll add links and details of the tracks you've heard today into the description for the podcast and make sure you visit wakefieldjazz.org for news on everything that we've got coming up this season see you soon for another jazz heads bye